This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Real talk. I know we like to act all bougie and shit and take food porn pics of our locally sourced quinoa crumpets and free-range sarsaparilla (laughs) jams. And that's all lovely, Gales. It's lovely. But the American fast food industry rakes in more than $200 billion a year. And as of 2020, there are 200,000 fast food restaurants in this country alone. Somebody is eating all those burgers, fries, pizzas, and sides. And guess what? You're probably one of them. But there's no shame in this game. Sometimes you have to grab a Sammy on the run. Sometimes you get crunked and you need Nacho Supreme at 2 a.m. And sometimes you just need a goddamn shamrock shake to make this fucked up world just a little easier to live in. (laughs) People have a lot of opinions about fast food. And this week, the great pop culture debate is studying the menu and putting in our order for the best fast food franchise ever. I'm your host, Eric Resniak. And gentlemen, I'd like you to think inside these buns. Joining me are my extra tasty, crispy panel of judges. He's got the meats. It's Curtis Creekmore. Uh, I've been carbo-loading all week for this. Well, not <laughs> for this. I mean, I just like carbs. Mm. <laughs> billions and billions serviced. I mean, served. Welcome back, Derek Makita. The best customer is a satisfied customer. <laughs> <laughs> and his footlong is worth much more than $5. Joining the panel... <laughs> It's Michael Barber. Eric, I'm so excited to be here. I absolutely love eating out, sometimes even at restaurants. (laughs) Very nice. (laughs) Just unhinge your jaw, Michael, and you'll do just fine. So before we dive into the debate, let's go over how this works. We made a list of every significant fast food chain with at least one location in the United States of America. For our purposes, we defined fast food as restaurants where you order at a counter or kiosk or via a drive-thru or whose primary business model was delivery and where there was no full-service sit-down dining. We had 75 people take the survey to pick their favorites, and the top 32 vote-getters were ranked by popularity, added to a bracket, and our panelists have made their decisions. Now we argue about it and insult each other all for your amusement. If you want to follow along at home, you can find all of the brackets, including the one for this episode, at greatpopculturedebate.com. Make a copy for yourself, fill it out. Like Burger King, you can have it your way, and then compare it to our panelists' picks. If you think we're way off base, drop a comment on this episode on the website or find us on social media. So let's go over the unanimous victories in round one. One seed Shake Shack dipped eight seed Krispy Kreme in concrete. Two-seed KFC proved two-finger-licking good for six-seed Cinnabon. Two-seed Popeyes went full brute on seven-seed Little Caesars. One-seed Chipotle guacked the vote over eight-seed Moe's Southwest Grill. Three-seed In-N-Out cut off six-seed A&W restaurants at the Root Beer. One-seed Five Guys proved that eight-seed Subway was not all that in a bag of chips. Four-seed Dairy Queen delivered personal pan pain to five-seed Pizza Hut. Two-seed Wendy's baconated seven-seat Cadoba, one seed Taco Bell sent eight seeds Zavaro running for the border, 
Seven seed Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers shut out two seed Chick-fil-A. And a note on that, I'm suspecting that this is purely political statement by this panel of homosexuals. Uh, am I correct in that, boys? Yes, sir. Yes and no. Okay. Uh, so you had actual thoughts that Raising oh. Cane's is better. Eric, does Derek have thoughts on chicken fingers? Come on. (laughs) Fair enough. And I think you'll be defending Raising Cane's. Yes, I will. And Curtis, for you, was it political or was it actually based in fact? I refuse to eat hate chicken. Mm -hmm. Bingo. And so there you go. Uh, I understand that it was a high raking seed. But uh, if you have a problem with that, you are so welcome to start your own podcast. Where you can... And you can own the libs by promoting waffle cut fries and an evangelical dogma. your pickle. <laughs> exactly. So with that said, we're going to move on to the actual debates. First up in round one, four seed Arby's wasn't horsing around, scoring three quarters of the votes over five seed Boston Market. I will explain why I'm all about that rotisserie chicken and wet, wet prime rib. While Derek has no beef with Arby's, I'm going to give it to Derek first. Two words, gentlemen. Curly fries. Listen, where can you go for a great roast beef sandwich? I'll wait. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. It's Arby's. I mean, technically in Boston, there are places you can go for a good roast beef sandwich. Yes, but not fast food chains. True, true. Go on. So not only does Arby's have great curly fries, not only do they have fantastic roast beef sandwiches, but they also have chicken salad sandwiches. They have great chicken tenders. Their offering is unique. And you know what? Not only do they bring the meats, they also bring the flavor. So for, for me, it's not your average burger joint. And, and, you know, that's fair. And this is one of those ones where I could have gone either way because I, I also enjoy an Arby's. But if you want to talk about unique, this like Boston Market isn't like any other concept out there in terms of fast food. You've got the rotisserie chickens. You've got I, I mentioned the, the prime rib, which I've never actually eaten. I just see it there in the steaming tray. And I was like, <laughs> nope. But they also have like you can eat semi healthy at a Boston Market. You can get grilled vegetables, whatever. Um, but more than anything else. The chicken fucking pot pies, you skinks. Like, you get a chicken <laughs> pot pie. And I will say the chicken is moist and it is tasty and it's really good. And also, every time I go into a Boston market, and there's one just down the street from us, so I go not that infrequently, um, they have the surliest cash register people. And I love that. Like, they have absolutely no time for you. And their disdain for life just really gives me a little joie de vivre. Um, that said, I'm completely fine if we move Arby's on to the next round. Curtis, are you sticking with Arby's? Swanson makes my chicken pot pies, Eric. Because <laughs> you have taste. And how about you, Michael? Um, Eric, you lost me at healthy. Derek, you had me at meat. <laughs> All right. So Arby's advances, well argued, Derek. Next up, five seed Panera Bread is currently the upper crust with three quarters of the votes over four seed Cold Stone Creamery. Michael, you scooped up Cold Stone. Why? I sure did. So this is going to be more of a rail against Panera than like a glowing support. (laughs) We love it. We love a spite vote. Go for it. Okay. So one, Panera is barely fast food restaurant Mm -hmm. because how many times have you sat there with that stupid buzzer in your hand? (laughs) 20 minutes for your food to come. That Mm -hmm. is not fast food. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it is also probably the waspiest restaurant of all time. Mm, all the restaurants sure. on this list, certainly. Panera is where all the Karens and the Keiths are going to eat their sweet salad and their stale bagels. That's true. <laughs> Speak on it. <laughs> Nobody is ever excited to go to Panera. It's like <laughs> you're in a group of friends, everyone's trying to agree on where to go for fast food. Panera happens to be the closest place. And so you're like, ah, I guess we'll all go to Panera. No one's ever going to Panera. <laughs> That that should be their new slogan. Dine with resignation. Panera. <laughs> so Cold Stone, on the other hand, I legit am excited to go to Cold Stone because it's fucking ice cream. And you get to like watch them do like ice cream performance art in front of you where they're like scraping across your ice cream the anticipation is building as you're watching them put in your like favorite fixins and then you're all excited for dessert i have like nothing bad to say about cold stone but i have multiple bad things to say about panera so that's why i went with cold stone in this case that's fair and so i'm gonna turn it to curtis to defend and say why he is bread bowled over by panera (laughs) But before I do that, I do want to just uh, chime in on something that Michael has already started to sway me by bringing up the ice cream performance art. And now I'm seeing like Dairy Queen as brought to you by Twyla Tharp. And I'm enchanted. Mmm, <laughs> scraped ice cream. That sounds delicious to me. <laughs> performance. Oh my God. No. Any fast food restaurant that would force its staff to sing for tips should not exist that is i do hate that an unusual punishment for both the staff and the customer i'm just going to put that out there yeah four words as to why i chose panera over cold stone broccoli cheddar bread bowl Mm. who what other organization or fast food restaurant went out and said you know what fuck bowls we can just use the bread like that is (laughs) my heart Panera has so many different options. They have salads, they have soups, they have sandwiches, they have cookies and their desserts. You can get literally anything you want there and you only get, I mean, God strike me down, I'm going to say this, but you can only get ice cream at Constant. <laughs> um, when I used to work at my last job, I was known as the baguette boy because there was a Panera that was just down the street. And every day I would bring in my lunch because I'm poor, but I was at least able to go to Panera and buy a baguette for like two fifty, and I would bring it back and share it with everybody because that's what you do with bread. And I feel like that was out of 1930 in the Industrial Revolution. But <laughs> fuck bowls, put my soup in bread. Mm. My, that's a beautiful story. I can just see you like something out of Oliver going around. <laughs> the little office urchin. Please, would you like something? I mean, it would be a great story if it didn't take 20 minutes to get the bread balls. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's and true. Scraped ice cream doesn't take any shorter. They're working that shit for a while. <laughs> And I just want our listeners to know, Curtis and Michael are married, and one of the great things... about the great pop culture debate is we're here to drive families apart. So <laughs> I feel good about this already. I'm feeling very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Derek, where are you coming down on this one? You know what? I, I hear what people are saying or, or what Michael's saying about Cold Stone. Um, one thing I, I will give Cold Stone is their ice cream cakes are the fucking bomb. You can have your cookie puss. <laughs> you can have your fudgy the whale, but like Cold Stone will customize an ice cream cake for you. And I don't know where else you can get that. 
Derek, please do not talk poorly about Cookie Puss <laughs> in my presence. Derek, you just found your drag name. <laughs> Cookie Puss. Cookie Puss. <laughs> oh, shit. Chips ahoy, motherfucker. Um, okay, so, Derek, does that mean that I, we're putting you down for Panera or for Cold Time? <sighs> I well let me let me put it this way. The last time I saw a Cold Stone Creamery, I looked at it and went, "Oh, they're still in business." Because literally, it, when they got out of the gate, there were so many Cold Stones opening up. They were literally everywhere. And now, in New England, you can barely find one. The rarity makes it special. I I, I completely agree. I mean. I'm on board for switching my vote to Cold Stone. Come to bread, Derek. Come this back is scandalous. Um, and I will say that that Michael was doing a very good job also swaying me over. And I was going to go whichever way the wind blew this one. <laughs> um, I'm never going to say no to ice cream, even shitty ice cream like Baskin Robbins. Yes, I said it. Um, <laughs> 32 flavors and all of them are hot garbage. Um, <laughs> Or cold garbage in that case. Mm. The one thing I have against Cold Stone is that um, a I can never finish an entire mm. Cold Stone order. Oh God, save it for later, Eric. You're not trying hard enough. <laughs> How the fuck am I going to save it for later? I'm at like the the pits for driving. <laughs> oh no, too much ice cream. I know I'm a quitter. Um, but that's really kind of a bad argument to make. Uh, Curtis makes an excellent point about the singing. I fucking hate the singing at Cold Stone yeah. Creamery. It makes me physically uncomfortable. And if like you're listening to this and you actually work for Cold Stone's corporate, like stop it. Nobody likes it. <laughs> the only people who like it are like sad 60-year-old women who have like no contact with other human beings. <laughs> like if, if the coronavirus has taught us nothing is that they don't deserve to have contact with other human beings. But Eric, um, you shouldn't talk about Panera's customers that way. Oh, Panera also is another good drag name. Like that's, we were missing that. Well, here's what I'll say about Panera too. Panera is like, frankly, sad office catering food now to me, honestly. You're not wrong. Um, Now, listen, I wasn't going to the mat for Panera by any means, because when Michael said the thing about like everybody just deciding because Panera was the closest thing, that that's what that is exactly what it is. mm -hmm. But just for me, Cold Stone, the singing and like the you can only get so much there. Like, fuck it. Just go Cold Stone. Let's keep this (laughs) rolling. All right. We're going with Cold Stone Creamery. You did it, Michael. Congratulations. Your first debate and you won it. Thank you. I'm doing a happy dance. You can't see it, but it's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, two seed McDonald's is loving it as it has three quarters of the panel supporting it over seven seed White Castle. Derek, why are you joining Harold and Kumar in your support? Oh. I, re- remind me of the movie title. Is it Harold and Kumar go to Burger King? Is it Harold and Kumar go to Wendy's? Is it Harold and Kumar go to McDonald's? No, no, it isn't. It's Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. And there's a very real reason why they're going to White Castle because, number one, they're high and it's open 24 hours. But also, if you're familiar with White Castle, if you grew up with White Castle, you know what it is to crave White Castle. And I'll be perfectly honest, literally every time I go home to North Jersey, I make a point to stop at White Castle because we do not have White Castle in New England at all. The closest we come are those frozen burgers in, you know, the frozen food section at your local supermarket. And I have yet to be able to make those appropriately at home. So, yeah. Also, White Castle, 
is the original, the first fast food chain in the United States, 1921. Their food is affordable. They have a unique prep system for their burgers in that they're steamed with onions. So it's it's a whole flavor profile. And for those of you who know me, you also know that the majority of the food that I eat has a very plain preparation. Like I'm the plain guy. Fine. White Castle is the one burger I will eat with everything that's supposed to come on it. The pickle, the ketchup, the onions. And it's just it's a whole flavor profile in your mouth. And also, it's really nostalgic for me because, you know, back in the day, my father would take us, you know, to White Castle on the weekends, and we'd literally like open up the tailgate of his Chevy Astro van, and the three of us would sit in the back of the Astro van eating White Castle. And it was just there's something special about it in my heart. And I had I have to give the shout out to White Castle. So, and you know what? You can have McDonald's literally whenever you want it. They're really, you know, apart from the French fries at McDonald's, there really isn't anything special to it. Do they have the best hamburgers? No, they do not. Do they have the best chicken sandwiches? No, they do not. The chicken nuggets are only passable when they're fresh out of the fryer. Otherwise, they're just dried out chicken biscuits. And that's what I'll say about that. No. All right. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna be baited into this. <laughs> Curtis, why are you sitting under the golden arches? I'm just. I'm sitting over here laughing so hard that flavor for Derek is White Castle. Like mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's the spice. <laughs> Every White Castle I've ever been to smells like bo. <laughs> and I would say that only half of the McDonald's that I've been to smell like one. So that's at least one reason. I can't believe that I'm even having to defend this decision. Honestly, the only reason, like Derek said, the only reason that you eat White Castle is if it's 3 a.m. and you're high yep. or you need a good laxative because I know that <laughs> I get in that way. Don't you come for the murder burgers. Murder burgers? That's what we call them. They're murder burgers. Why are they murder burgers? Because they will literally murder your insides. Okay. Curti- <laughs> That's something I want inside my bag. Curtis, don't act like you don't like your guts murdered every now so and then. Kentucky is like it's the line where White Castle meets Crystal. So in mm-hmm. my hometown, we had Crystal, and that I, was I, especially. I need to you know. I need to clarify when you say White Castle meets Crystal, you mean Crystal the fast food chain, <laughs> correct? Because I this is Kentucky, food. and therefore it is debatable. That is Missouri. Thank you. <laughs> Um, yes, Crystal, the fast food chain that is a copy of White Castle. Um, so I grew up with Crystal, but then I went to college in Louisville where we had a White Castle that was always open. And you literally, like, if you wanted to clear your system out, you would go to White Castle because you knew you could rely on it for that. McDonald's is America. <laughs> and I feel like that's all mm. I have to say. Yeah, I mean, that's a very strong argument. Um, so I will share... I was trying to do my preparation for this because, believe it or not, we actually do research. Um, and so I said to my boyfriend two days ago, I was like, hey, just a heads up, meal planning this week. I think I'm going to go and get White Castle because they have them around us. We're in Queens, New York, mm-hmm. um, it's because I've never had it. And I want to make sure that I've tried at least everything on the bracket one time. He's like, oh, you do that. Um, you can count me out. And I was like, oh, oh really? Yeah. He's like, listen, White Castle's delicious. He's like, but it's going to fuck you up. And I don't need that. And I was like, what do you mean fuck you up? He's like, 
Eric, you have no idea the type of pain that is associated with eating White Castle. It's great, but uh, A, you can't eat it all because they give you so much. It like pays you to order more. And secondly, like it, the intestinal discomfort you will have within like four hours of eating it. He's like, no, I won't do it. And I strongly advise that you do not do it either. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why I never ate White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> so um, with that, I'm sticking with McDonald's. Mm. Uh, where are you coming down, Michael? So I have never eaten at White Castle being a West Coast boy, and I never intend to eat at White Castle for the very reasons you all have so gracefully outlined. Literally 100% of the comments I've ever heard about White Castle is that it will give you explosive diarrhea. So Derek, I'm just assuming you have a very special relationship with your toilet. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're going to be a very um, optimistic bottom, maybe you eat White Castle on a Thursday. And then you've got a big weekend ahead of you. Like that's that's where I can see it coming, kind of intersecting with my life. But um, I'm going to take that as three votes: McDonald's, one to White Castle. Is that fair? Yes. Yes. White Castle. Plan ahead. <laughs> You're all fools. <laughs> Planning ahead, White Castle. That's their new slogan. Plan ahead. <laughs> Um, I will say I thought you did a lovely, uh, lovely job defending White Castle there. That was a very good argument. Uh, Making Boston proud, three seed Dunkin' Donuts is currently running on success with three quarters of the votes over six seed Panda Express. I'm going to avoid terrible Asian puns and instead just ask Curtis to defend Panda. (laughs) (laughs) I've lived in New England for 10 years now. Dunkin' Donuts coffee tastes like dirty mop water. (laughs) And it looks like it, too. If you hold it up, you can see through it. Mm -hmm. Their donuts are dry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think the only reason that it is popular in New England is because people in New England like to be hated for something. So they (laughs) like Dunkin' and they like the Patriots. That is, I think, the only reason why it's actually as popular as it is. Panda Express brings like a new flavor profile to people that might not have been able to get it before. So not every city out there, especially like small town America, has a Chinese family that moves in and opens up a Chinese restaurant. Mine did. I was like surprised by that, but we had it. We didn't have a a Panda Express, but they have tons of options. They've got rice and they've got lo mein. The portions are generous. Most of the options taste pretty good. This is not like a super ringing endorsement, but it's more so... I fucking hate Dunkin' Donuts. I really, <laughs> really do. Curtis, thank you, um, because I've been yearning to say this since we started the podcast, <laughs> and now I finally have my moment. Curtis, you ignorant slut. <laughs> How dare you? Um, coming for Dunkin' Donuts? I mean, you want to say McDonald's is America. That's true. But Dunkin' Donuts is New England, and it is, like, dirty wop. Oh, God, my God. Like, frankly, if I had to choose between McDonald's coffee and Dunkin' Donuts coffee and Starbucks coffee, I'm going for Dunk's coffee mm-hmm. every time. McDonald's coffee is disgusting. It's like acid. It's terrible. Starbucks coffee is I mean, it's it's technically good coffee, but it is far too strong for me in a lot of ways. Like if I'm on a road trip and I drink Starbucks, I'm going to be shitting every five minutes on the thruway. Um, Dunks wakes me up. They've got the syrups that are like decent. Uh, I'm one again. We're during this during the pandemic, and I actually bemoan the fact that like they've stopped their seasonal rotating syrups for their their coffees because I was like, I really want a Samoa, um, <laughs> but. The coffee is delicious. I stand by it. The, the coffee is delicious. Yes, the donuts are usually dry. I am not going to deny you on that. But 
it's a fucking donut. Even a bad donut is still good, right? It's like sex or pizza. Even when it's bad, it's still satisfying. No, ma'am. They're- <laughs> yes, sir. It's Bre- called Dunkin' Donuts, Eric. Not anymore. Not anymore. Just it has, they, it's just Dunkin'. They've changed it because they make so much of their money off of the coffee that they're moving away from the donuts. And really, like when you go into a Dunkin' at this point, it's coffee, it's the breakfast sandwiches, it's the little hashies. That's what people are buying. But I also appreciate that Dunkin' Donuts is always trying bizarre new things on their menu. Like currently, they're selling snack and bacon. It's just a pouch of fucking bacon. But like, <laughs> okay. They have donut fries. They have these egg bowls. Like they're always, they're throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks and 99% of it doesn't. But unlike a lot of chains out there, I appreciate that they're actually trying to do new product development. Um, When I lived in Boston, which was between 2014 and 2018, it is insane how much money I was spending at Dunkin' Donuts on a daily basis. I was going literally two, if not three times a day. Mostly on coffee. I wasn't even getting food. I was just getting coffee. Um, since I left Boston, Dunkin' stocks have plummeted. Is there a <laughs> is, is it related? Who can say? But I I still I have one down the house or down the street from my apartment now. I go to it two three times a week. Again, mostly for the coffee. Dunkin's has to advance here over Panda express we were shitting on sbarro for being a crapola version of like mall italian and you're we're sitting here talking about panda express i can't even do it it's it's depraved i know that michael and derek both picked duncan but i also would like to hear from them right now i would uh well duncan's gonna get debated another round Mm. so not if because- it doesn't make it through this one. <laughs> well, here, here's what I'll say about Panda Express. I hear what you're saying about the the accessibility of you know this Asian food concept at malls. Fine. I find Panda Express to be an insult to local Chinese food places, of which if you live in the Northeast, there are a ton. And generally, they're pretty good. So really, if you're going with Panda Express, it's like a – it's like a last resort because there's nothing else decent at the food court, personally. Some people didn't have it. That's what I was saying. Like, but small I, town America doesn't uh, have That like, doesn't make it good, though. I'm not sure if that's true. I actually think that if you look at um, demographically from like the 70s on, Chinese food was the one ethnic food that most small towns across the country did actually get. And that yes. was deliberate. Yep. Like when the immigrants came in, they literally would find communities that didn't have a Chinese place. And that's what, what they would do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. Like you even mentioned in Kentucky, in your small town, there was a Chinese restaurant. Was there one in yours, Michael? Yeah, several for sure. Mm-hmm. He grew up in a bigger town. Sure, <laughs> 30, but the- people bopping three thousand people. <laughs> even okay. in my podunk little town, was it in the town? No, but it was easy to access. Like it was serving the area. Like I think Chinese food is actually way more accessible in America since the 1980s than virtually any other ethnic food type. I'm just saying. Watching Michael's face, I swayed him. I was very close. I just needed Derek. I know you're just in case you haven't listened to this podcast before. Eric's vote counts as two because he's a big cheating bitch, and I almost had it. I almost had it. Okay, here, here, I will keep this very simple. I hate dunks. I really do. But I will go to Dunkin' Donuts out of desperation. I refuse to go to Panda Express out of desperation. There you go. 
There you go. I will take that. I will take bring, that vote right there. Bringing endorsements. No, Dunk will go down hard in the next round. Be sure yeah. of that. But yeah. it's slightly marginally better than Panda Express. And that is fine. I don't care if it goes down <laughs> around two. But having Dunkin' Donuts lose to Panda Express. That's not right. It's, it, it's not right. And it's not okay. As so, Amy Poehler would say, no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. All right. So we are advancing Dunkin' Donuts. Suck it, Curtis. <laughs> also, <laughs> on the caffeine train, four-seed Starbucks has three-quarters of the votes over five-seed Sonic Drive-In. Derek, why do you want a hot dog real bad? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me put it this way with Sonic. I, I, I know why people chose Starbucks. I think it's ever-present. It's everywhere. Out of all of the primarily coffee chains, Starbucks is probably the most successful. I think we can all agree that. Sonic is an experience. It's it's a it's a throwback to yesteryear with the drive-in service. And I just find something really charming about that. Um, also, two words, tater tots. There are very few places to get tater tots anymore. Sonic has them. Um, it's a fun experience with friends. If you have a car full of people, you just pull up. You don't have to get out of the car. You do your ordering. It's lovely. The food is actually pretty good. And if you have a craving for fried food, they literally have like every fried food under the sun, including corn dogs. And I don't know if any other restaurant on this list has a corn dog. Just going to put it out there. All right. Uh, Michael, why are you so grande about Starbucks? I Listen, I have nothing bad to say about Sonic. It is a delightful, charming experience, like Derek said. However, and maybe I'm biased because I am from Washington State. I have family, full disclosure, that work at Starbucks headquarters in Seattle. However, even were that not the case, I would still choose Starbucks because it is just like part of our lives. I would go to Starbucks every day. We there, did. Yeah, day. there are so many people that do go to Starbucks every day. It's part of like who they are, part of their daily routine. Everyone has their own special order that's like their best friend. If their best friend was coffee, maybe for some people that's all they have. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And as far as like a company goes, I would say Starbucks is compared to the rest of the slew of restaurants we're looking at pretty progressive and liberal. They don't do everything perfectly, but there's a reason why Republicans are always boycotting Starbucks because they are doing good things in the community. They treat their employees a lot better than most fast food restaurants treat their employees. Um, Just in terms of like Empire-wise, Starbucks worldwide has like 30,000-plus locations. Sonic Mm -hmm. has like a tenth of that, which says to me Starbucks is at least 10 times as good. Um, It's the biggest coffee chain in the world, and they still manage to make absolutely excellent coffee, way better than Dunkin' Donuts, Eric. So to me, this one was easy. You know what? Here's what I'm going to say about that, though, because, yes, Starbucks has a bigger footprint, but... When you think fast food restaurant, your mind doesn't immediately go to Starbucks. Like it's a it's a coffee place. Like wh- you might you might be ordering food there. Maybe if if you know you just happen to need some food while you're getting coffee. I don't know whatever. But like Sonic is a fast food restaurant. Like you cannot deny that. I literally had ham and cheese croissant from Starbucks this morning. So I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's tricky because like, and I hear the argument, but the same could be said for ice cream places and pizza places. It's not a, a burger joint, but I don't think burger joint is synonymous with fa- fast food or mm-hmm. vice versa, I should say. Um, it, it's tough because 
uh, I will leave alone Michael's point about Starbucks being superior coffee to Dunks. It's fine. Mm. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I I had never had Sonic until like maybe three years ago because they didn't have them in any places that I lived. Um, and as Derek correctly pointed out, Sonic has tater tots and I am a tater thought. Like I love any type <laughs> of tater, but I, I have a special place in my, in my um, you know, toys for tots. But um I, every time I eat at Sonic, I get really bad heartburn every single time. Am I the only one who has that experience? Eric, honestly, nearly every restaurant on this list will give you heartburn if you try hard enough. But like, I don't have to try at Sonic. It's just like, oh, I'm like for the next day, I'm in misery. Um, so that that is my issue with Sonic. I, I agree with everything that Derek said. It's a fun novel concept. They have things that nobody else has. Um, they have a very fairly robust like shake situation. I, I think that's awesome. But like, also as to Michael's point. Starbucks is ubiquitous. And again, looking at a what advances through round one, I don't understand a word that the a world that we can live in where Starbucks falls to Sonic. I just can't. So for that reason, I'm sticking with Starbucks. And what about you, Curtis? The one thing that I will say about Sonic, and I don't think Derek said it, and you all may not even know, Sonic uh servers used to have to wear roller skates. Yes. Yeah. Did you, did you say that? I couldn't hear. Nope. Nope. You're right. Though. Yeah. So they had to roller skate out of the restaurant with your food up to your window, which is super cool. They don't do that anymore, probably yeah. because of the number of lawsuits that happened. Yes. Um, but I mean, it was super cool. But Starbucks is fucking Starbucks. You could also say that that's ableist. And <laughs> I just, you know, I don't buy the argument of ubiquity as as something to uphold. Like, yes, they're successful. Yes, there's an, a bajillion locations. Does it mean it's the best of this bracket? I'm not convinced. No. I don't think that that will be true in the later rounds. I personally will not be voting on Ubiquity for like anything past like Elite Eight. But mm-hmm. for round one, again, I can't see. And plus with the heartburn, if those girls were still on roller skates, <laughs> if those gals were still on roller skates, that might give me an edge. Jesus, Eric, take a fucking Tums and get over it. <laughs> All right, so Curtis, you sticking with Starbucks? Yes, and it's not ubiquity. Starbucks is better. <laughs> I'm sticking with with uh, Starbucks as well, so I'm sorry. You're uh, entitled to your wrong opinions. It's fine. That's right, and that needs to be our slogan. You are entitled to your wrong opinion. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. Put it on a shirt. Finally, in round one, three seed Burger King could pull off a whopper of a victory over six seed Domino's. Michael, you were the sole Domino standing. Why? Oh, God. This is going to be, again, me railing against Burger King more than it is me standing for Domino's. <laughs> That's okay. It's valid. Okay. Burger King makes me a little bit angry. And that's because Burger King is like the epitome of try hard. It is the try hard of fast food restaurants. It wants so badly to be McDonald's or Wendy's, but it's just not. The toys are never as good as what you have at McDonald's. The food is like kind of a gimmicky knockoff of whatever they have going on at McDonald's and Wendy's. And um, I have a personal anecdote actually about why you should always avoid Burger King. So Picture it, Walla Walla, Washington, probably 1996. I was a teenager and our van was full of children. My mom and dad were taking us on vacation and we were getting ready to go. Uh, It was early morning and we were looking for fast food breakfast. Instead of driving to McDonald's down the street a couple blocks, my dad made the stupid error of pulling into the Burger King parking lot and everybody immediately was up in arms because it was not mcdonald's because 
you go to McDonald's for fast food breakfast. You don't go to Burger King. But my dad was stubborn and committed. So there we were at the Burger King drive-thru. I probably stubbornly still ordered a McMuffin because what the hell do you call <laughs> Burger King breakfast sandwich anyways? Somehow we made it through the breakfast order. And as we were pulling out of Burger King drive-thru, everyone was still complaining because it was not McDonald's. My dad was very distracted and... He hit a guy on the way. (laughs) Where is this going? Is this an episode of Mysteries? Man, this man was running, happy as you please. And all of a sudden, here come these crazy people out of Burger King. And they hit him. He was sprawled out over the hood of our Aerostar Ford van, all awkward-like. He ran off and like tapped the car or something. I can only assume he probably died later that day because oh my God. Probably <laughs> injured. Anyways, that my dad learned the lesson. We obviously lorded that over him for a long time, but we never went to Burger King again because it wasn't McDonald's. Everyone would rather be at McDonald's or Wendy's than at Burger King. It is like, that wasn't a story. That was a deposition. <laughs> right? It is the third rate burger and fries restaurant. Places Michael Barber just took me. <laughs> that was a fucking journey, baby. This is the content you can only get on the great pop culture debate. Memo to the gentleman whose, whose father uh, ran him over. This is Michael Barber, and you can still sue. There's no statute of limitations on personal injury yes it it will be the second time a barber kills a king what what, what restaurant was i supporting Domino's. (laughs) yes okay no Domino's. (laughs) Domino's. to be fair is not like the greatest pizza restaurant of all time but it is like iconic fast food delivery and it's probably one of the first, you know, fast food delivery before like COVID made it like cool slash necessary for people to be delivering fast food. And they changed the recipe up like I think about 10 years ago. So if you haven't had Domino's in the last 10 years, it no longer tastes like cardboard. It's actually like halfway decent pizza. So give Domino's a try. <laughs> That's their new slogan. Domino's. Give us a try. We don't taste like cardboard anymore. It's also not Burger King. <laughs> That so was the defense you, of Domino's? Jesus. That was excellent. I, I lived for every fucking second of that. That's, that's maybe my favorite that argument. Journey. That was a journey. This is like the fucking odyssey. It's incredible. You're fucking welcome. I love it. Um, but if we're going to knock Burger King for being a third-rate McDonald's, I don't know how we cannot knock Domino's for being a third-rate uh, pizza slut. Well, like, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so here's what I'm going to say. I actually don't believe that Burger King is always like the redheaded stepchild. And actually, you can't even use that in this equation because Wendy's is obviously the redheaded stepchild. But Burger King, if you are stacking up a quarter pounder, versus a Whopper versus a like double at, at Wendy's. I'm picking the Whopper every time. The Whopper is no. the better of those three sandwiches. I stand Ooh. by that. I stand by it. Whopper with cheese is better than quarter pounder with cheese or the Wendy's double. I, I believe that to be true. Are the fries as good as Wendy's slash McDonald's? They're not, but they're better than they used to be. They used to be disgusting. Ugh. They're better now. Um, and I, I actually don't disagree with Michael's point that – Burger King is the tryhard. It 100 is the is the tryhard. It's the poochie of the burger. <laughs> but part of that is because it currently has like 
their CEO is like 30 and they hired him because they're like, we're fucked. Like we are losing badly. We need someone who's going to think outside the box. What do you got? And they just hired this kid and he's trying. Like, again, I appreciate the ambition. So like, I don't know what the fuck a chicken fry is, but it's there. And it's like, people know (laughs) chicken fries, right? Like they try weird shit. And I appreciate that because you have, there's, McDonald's, there's no fighting that from a strictly like it is everywhere. It is exactly what you expect. Wendy's is like the slightly bougier version of McDonald's. What the fuck is Burger King? It's like the weird stoner Bitcoin, like aspiring burger joints. Like that's how I think of, of Burger King. And for that reason, I'm still supporting it over Domino's. <laughs> Additionally, the the um Burger King mascot commercials were like the creepiest, funniest, weirdest fucking things I've seen in a long time. And I salute that. And plus you used to be able to go and get a little cardboard crown and tell me people on this podcast, how many of you passed up an opportunity when you were a child to wear a Never. crown Never. and sashay around that <laughs> shitty dining room like you were the shit. Curtis? We didn't have a Burger King when I was Oh my God. God. <laughs> The poverty. That was one of the few things that we didn't have. We had 32 different restaurants, fast food restaurants, but that was not one of them. My God. So what I will say is my first night when I moved to Boston about 10 years ago, we I didn't have any food. So I had to go to a fast food restaurant. And as anybody who's lived in Boston knows, there aren't any. Mm-hmm. So I had to yeah. go to Burger King that was over in Fenway that actually got torn down. When I was in the drive-thru, I watched a rat run underneath my car out, like it ran out of Burger King under my car while I was sitting at the order window. So, but when I was really young, we would get Domino's all the time and we wouldn't necessarily, well, we got pizza all the time and I fucking hated pizza because of that. So I got something called a Stromboli from Domino's. I don't know if they make them anymore, but I got one that was a mushroom Stromboli. And I, I guess I was so excited that I ate it really fast and then threw up. I <laughs> Into our bathtub with full <laughs> fucking unchewed mushrooms. <laughs> Rat or vomit? <laughs> I think I went with vomit. I can't. I <laughs> you did. You, you went with vomit. And this has really turned into like one trauma after another. And I'm loving it. Like. <laughs> Childhood food related traumas. I can't wait to see what round two brings. <laughs> All right. So, um, where are you coming down on this one, Derek? Are you still with Burger King? Yes, absolutely. All right. So, I'm sorry, Michael. Your impassioned, uh, amazingly poetic defense <laughs> fell on deaf ears here. We are advancing Burger King. So, that is it for round one. We're down to the sweet 16. And boy, are my trans fats screaming. Do you agree with our picks? Do you think we got our order wrong? Let us know at greatpopculturedebate.com. Then make sure to come back later this week for part two when Five Guys Burgers and Fries, KFC, Taco Bell, and Chipotle enter the fray and we name our best fast food franchise. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? 
Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.